back at it again. Welcome back to Headlight Headlines, your daily automotive news podcast. My name's Clayton, and we are here to get things started with our first episode of 2023. It has been a little bit since the last episode, but we are back and better than ever. We've got a bunch of stuff to cover today, so let's get right into it. Before we get started, make sure to check out the show at Headlight Headlines on Twitter or on Instagram and TikTok at HLightHLines. And with that being said, let's get started. First off, we got some interesting information from Tesla regarding their steering wheel situation. So if you didn't know, they took away the regular steering wheel option from the Model S and Model X with the last models, last year models that had been coming out. Um, and you could only get it with the yoke. So this right here, is the regular steering wheel if you aren't aware this one right here on the left is the yoke steering wheel you can see how it's not circular it's just kind of like the bottom half of a rectangle I guess um, and you could only get the yoke for the last model year uh, mandatory since 2021 redesign so now you can get the regular steering wheel um, or if you have the yoke, you can get the steering wheel put in for $700 for a retrofit, which may or may not be worth it to you, obviously depending on your preferences with the yoke versus the regular steering wheel. I think a lot of people may get that uh, regular steering wheel put in for $700 just because I know some people really dislike it. Um, Elon said that there would that a normal steering wheel wouldn't return but here it is coming back again um, good to see options for Tesla owners but it's kinda they advertise that so much when it first came out that it's kinda like well you could have just done a normal steering wheel from the start but you know they're trying to be different try different things next up we have the Ram 1500 EV which was just announced I believe two weeks ago or so, or sometime last week, um, when it was first announced, there was nothing said about a range extender version of the Ram EV, so now they have finally said that that will be coming out. Um, the range extender is a combustion engine that can recharge the battery of the truck, and other EVs don't currently have this on the market. Um, some cars had that before the BMW i3 had that that little car um, it had a range extender version like that but obviously then it's not fully electric but it does give it some extra power and extra range because it has a little engine in it um, I think the Ram EV 1500 EV is pretty cool looking um, I I'm interested to see how it will stack up to the other competition with the Silverado EV and the Ford Lightning. But it's going to be quite the race for the electric truck. Um, with the Hummer EV, with the Rivian, the Lightning, the Silverado, the Sierra, this coming out. It's a lot. It's getting kind of crowded. But I think it'll be really cool once they start getting them going. Next up, this is really wild, what they have here. Um, CES has been going on this week, um, which is a technology show, and 
now because of electric vehicles and a lot of other technology cars are kind of starting to get in there and so BMW has this new well they talked about it last year previously but this is an updated version of the BMW iVision D which is quite an interesting name if you just hear it off rip like that but what this does is it allows cars to change color which is crazy so you can see these pictures here how these cars have some really interesting colorways that are going on with them you can see this one's got like four different colors this one has like 20 different colors this one has different shades of purple and pink it may be hard to see how it like changes throughout the vehicle and the same over here with this yellow it's changing it's the darkest here in the middle and then it kind of gets lighter as it goes out very interesting but this technology that they're debuting is called flow featuring e-ink so they have they showed this off last year um, the first version of it where a car could switch colors between white and black and so now this year they have a more insane version of that that allows it to switch between 32 different colors so they have all these different little panels it may be hard for you to see this one may be the best representation just because it has a bunch of different colors each one of these different colors is a panel on the vehicle and so with all these different panels you can change all of those between these 32 colors which is insane so it also had the iVision D D-E-E -E, is how that D part is spelled which stands for digital emotional experience and it basically what they're trying to do is have a mixed reality slider for the HUD heads-up display on the vehicle so that it has all this different augmented reality HUD information displayed you're not gonna be able to use all of the modes while you're driving just because some are that crazy the entry into virtual worlds is what one is called that you can only use when you're parked um, but it's really wild to see this technology that BMW is coming out with. I feel like this kind of stuff, like technology on this level, is just the next thing that's going to come. Um, the color shifting is insane. That's really, like, that's unbelievable that they've been able to do that already. And, like, just imagine where that technology will be here in the near future. It's absolutely insane. Next up, we're sticking with BMW, and this one, this one's kind of controversial. So they have had this controversy about the subscription features that you have to pay for features of your car. There's a lot of, they say here, there's a lot of money to be made in this market, but if this starts being a thing, I feel like new car sales are just going to decline because nobody's going to want to do that so basically they're saying there's either monthly payments um, for different features yearly payments or three-year plans and then some have a one-time payment option to have the feature forever but it's not you can't do that for all options so here, this may this may explain it a little bit more so let's say remote start remote start you can start up your vehicle from your key fob um, you can heat it up while you're waiting 
people in colder areas use that a lot. You can get it forever by paying $330, or you can pay for it $10 a month, or you can pay for it $105 a year, or you can pay for it $250 for three years. Or you could just not have the feature and not pay. Which is ridiculous. The $330 one-time fee is more like an option when you're building a car. But the other, the subscription stuff, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe for a remote start, if you don't use it every month, if you only use it when it's cold, like in the winter. But, so there's more drive recorder traffic camera those only have one yearly one year options driving assistant plus with stop and go that has a one time fee park assistant professional also has a one time fee but then also the monthly yearly and tri yearly payment options nobody else no other car manufacturer is charging for this stuff like this so it's kind of ridiculous that BMW is trying to do this with their vehicles. Will they make money on it? Sure, probably some. But they should just offer these as regular options. I don't know. Maybe in the future it'll make more sense. But it's pretty confusing at this point, to be honest. Next up, we're going back to Tesla, what we started with. And this is a pretty interesting um, observation, I guess. Because I heard, like, probably a month ago or so, uh, a guy was saying how Tesla prices, he expects them to plummet here soon. Like, tank completely on used Teslas and stuff like that. Which I can understand. Because some of them have been out for a while. They've been out since, what, 2013 or so. And... They're not, they don't, they're not made with the best quality. They're not insanely expensive to start out with. Um, but Tesla stock is what they're mainly talking about here. How it's decreasing. Um, how it was $407 and now it's less than $100 or a little bit more than $100, which is crazy. But used Teslas, I think, we're going to see those plummet. Used Teslas are going to lose a lot of value. Now you can get them for about 30000 ish I think. Maybe a little bit less than that, depending on quality and stuff like that, of your vehicle. But I feel like at auctions, these are going to start going for 20000 if not less, in the near future. Obviously not the brand new ones, but some of the older used ones. The EV market is starting to get more crowded, more competition. So these older used vehicles kind of have less value because of that. And when the automotive market starts declining a lot more than it is now, like when it drops prices start dropping a lot more they're already starting to drop but once they drop all the way these are going to be dirt cheap for what they are and you'll see a lot more used teslas being sold 
I can guarantee it now. And then the last two articles, these are a little bit more fun. Here's some interesting car sale observations from 2022. Obviously, with our first video of 2023, uh, we're gonna we're gonna look back on the past year. So they're saying here that the largest percentage increase of sales for cars goes to the Hyundai Ionic Five, which is pretty. That's pretty cool. That's impressive. Proud of Hyundai for that. Um, the Ionic 5 is their EV. Um, it went from 153 sold in 2021, which it came out at the very end of last year, to 22,982. But even if they had sold a couple thousand in that month, still that increase, if it went from, let's say, 2,000 to 22,000, that's pretty high, and that's pretty impressive. Um, but the worst performer... Land Cruiser, obviously they stopped selling it, so that's kind of expected. Went from almost 4,000 to less than 50, because they're not making anymore, so it's just whatever was left on lots. Um, and then the flattest performance, the one that stayed the most consistent, was the Chevy Tahoe. It dropped 25 0.25%. To five percent, a quarter of a percent, um, from the last year. The Ford Edge was in second place. It increased actually by 0.28 percent, which is pretty good, pretty consistent. Another interesting one is the Maverick versus the Hyundai Santa Cruz. These are competitors in the compact truck market, and the Maverick sold over two times as much as the Santa Cruz. Which, obviously, Ford trucks are always the most highest selling vehicle in the United States. Um, and with the new Maverick coming out, kind of expected that it's going to sell a lot. Santa Cruz sold pretty well for what it was. 36000 is not bad. It's based off how it looks. A lot of people wouldn't buy it. So, But they're saying the Santa Cruz sold more than the Wagoneer, the Jetta, and the Venza. Which the Venza, I think, was new. The Wagoneer is new, and it's super expensive. The Jetta, though, pretty impressive. And it was right behind the M or the BMW 4 Series. Lucid also came out this year with the Lucid Air. They sold just under 2000 Obviously, Tesla will sell a lot more than that. Um, but it outsold a few other cars. The Supra sold just under 5000 with the Z4. The car that it's based on, selling just over fifteen hundred, pretty pretty good. The Z4 is one of the most underrated cars right now that's being sold. It's literally the Supra, but BMW, so it's more expensive. But like once the Z4, I think there'll be a day the Z4 is the same price or cheaper than the Supra, just because it doesn't have that Supra nameplate to it. And then there's a few other things they note here, but nothing too interesting, to be completely honest. And speaking of Supra, here we've got a Supra article. They're saying low-mileage Supras are still still available, but they're expensive, which we all knew. <laughs> we knew they were expensive. Um, but this talks about 
where is it? Right here, Meekum Auctions. Um, selling a bunch of them. But right here, this is a 93 Turbo model. And it's in this gorgeous white color. Um, 40,000 miles, two owners. And they're saying it's between 160 and 180,000, which is insane. This red one is estimated to go between 100 and 125,000. And this one is an automatic 66,000. Insane. Absolutely insane. I wonder if this one's automatic. I wonder what this one might be doing. Mecum. It's just an estimate. Darn. This one is a manual. Which is insane that the automatic is pretty close in price. Obviously a lot of people swap them. You can swap them not that for pretty cheap to be honest. Um, and you'll get a lot of money. He's won 36,000 miles. This one also, I believe, is a, is a six-speed. Yep, twin turbo. 160 to 180,000. Absolutely insane. Which one would you pick? Silver, red, or white? I like the white. The white is amazing on this car. Crazy to see. These prices aren't going down anytime soon. That's why I'm saying that Z4, one day, it'll be less, if not more, less, if not the same, as a super, the, the new one. But yeah, that's all that we got for today. Been a bit of a longer episode, um, but I hope you all enjoyed it. Check us out again on the socials at Headlight Headlines on Twitter, at HLightHLines on Instagram and TikTok. And with that being said, I will see you all in the next one. Have a great day.